This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com This week's parasha, Parashat Matot, the very famous Dvar Torah from Rabbi Yaakov Abichsera. I'm sure some of you have heard it before. Those of you who have, uh, have, uh, have um, learned this Torah before, it's one of his main themes and principles throughout the Sefer. So we can't go through the parasha without mentioning his first Dvar Torah, which is on the first pasuk of the Torah, Vaidaber Moshe el Rashi'a Matot. Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to the heads of the tribes, Livnei Yisrael Emor, to tell them, Ze hadavar asher tziva Adonai. This is the davar. This is the word that Hashem said, commanded. Ish ki no ido idor Neder la donai o ishava shevoa le isar isar narsho lo yachel devaro. A person who makes a vow or he swears to forbid something on himself, it shouldn't take effect. That is the pasuk. Rabbi Yaakov always tells us a deeper explanation of remez. He explains al pi remez. This is in pituche chotam. We might have the zechut of saying something today of machsof alavan also. We'll see. But in Pitukhea Chotam, Rabbi Yaakov gives us a, a few important introductions. The first is the following. Ikar ha'adam v'takanato hakol talui bepiv. He starts off with telling us an unbelievable line. That the main essence of a person and the way that he could rectify himself is all dependent upon a mouth, his mouth. Like it's written in Kohelet. Kol amal ha'adam lepiv. A person's effort all goes in his mouth. We all know that when you when we learn Torah, when we pray, we build worlds. We don't think that we're just speaking and we're just saying things. We're building worlds, worlds, and we have to get this in our minds that this is not just a nice dvar Torah. This is reality. Words have a meaning. Words have a meaning. You know when they say. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. So that's not true in Torah. Words have a very strong effect. Words build. And says Rabbi Yaakov, that when a person, take a look at all types of creations, all types of creations also have a mouth, but they don't speak. It's only a person who through his breath, hevel piv, he's able to make actual sense of what he's saying. And because of that, he has an advantage over all other creations. And says Rabbi Yaakov, so to the opposite. Just like words could build, world, wor- words could also destroy. Lashonara is equal to avudazara, giluyarayot, veshvichutamim, three cardinal sins. Because when a person speaks, he has the power. That's introduction number one. Introduction number two, the Zohar Kadosh says in a few places that the nickname for the Shekhinah, for the divine presence in the world, is called Davar. It's, it's got a few nicknames, but one of them is called Dab, Davar. Malchut is called Dibur. And now we understand why, because Davar is what everything is dependent upon. So that's how the Shekhinah manifests itself in the words called Davar. Therefore, says Rabbi Akov, he has to understand that the Davar is what builds or what could destroy Chaz the Shekhinah. 
The Pasuk tells us, Mia Isha Hafez Chaim, Ohev Yamim Lirotov, Nitzor Loshonecha Mira. So interesting. David Amelech, out of all things, he tells us, who seeks life? He doesn't say who seeks life, give tzedakah all day. Who seeks life, learn Torah all day or pray all day. He says, watch your mouth. Why out of all things, watch your mouth? Says Rabbi Yaakov, because people think that they could go through life and they could just talk, and that doesn't make an effect. It's only whatever they're going to do, but whatever they talk doesn't really have an effect. And that's the biggest mistake a person has to understand. And with this, he goes on a rampage. And he says, how many people... He says it's, it's dependent not only on the people that are, that, that are speaking it, but it's the leaders of the nation. They have to speak about this. He says, You have people who speak, who lie. There are people who, who do nidarim and they don't fulfill them. People who swear falsely. People who speak la shonara. All of this, the heads of the nation have to speak about it. Says Rabbi Yaakov, that's what it means in the Pasuk. Moshe el hamatot. Moshe spoke to the heads of the nation. To speak to Bnei Yisrael to say what? You want to know what is the davar? The davar is the shekhinah. What is going to have the davar, the shekhinah over here? If you're going to start speaking and saying nedarim or shivuah or you're going to speak falsely, you have to be careful, don't destroy. Because whatever comes out of your mouth you have to do because that is what's going to help build words. And it's coming to tell you that if somebody is not going to keep his words, he has to be careful that, that, that it's not going to take effect. His words are not going to take effect. There's going to be a destruction. If he in business he says his word and he doesn't keep it Torah and Tefillah is not going to take the same effect. His words of Torah and Tefillah lo yachel devaro. His words of devaro of of taking effect, it's not going to happen if he's being noder and he's being making a shivua and he's not keeping it. That's what Rabbi Yaakov starts off and and he goes. On and on, and he explains it, but I think we get the point that that's how he explains the pasuk. So once again, Moshe Rabbeinu spoke to, to specifically the heads of the nation to tell them, "You want to know how the davar, how the word, how the shechina is going to be here? It's going to be through being being watching your speech, doing nedarim properly, doing shivuot properly, not lying and speaking, not speaking lashonara." And if you're going to do, lo yachel divaro, your words of Torah are not going to take effect. Whatever you speak has to be true. And has to be careful because words have a power. That's the message of Rabbi Yaakov in Parashat Matot. Later on in the parasha, we have, a, uh, we have an, a, an episode with Bnei Gad and Bnei Reuven. Bnei Gad and Bnei Reuven come to Am Yisrael and they and come to Moshe Rabbeinu and they request that they want to go on the other side of the river because there's not enough room for their uh, uh, for for their uh, uh, for their livestock. So benegad and Reuven chazi shevet minashe vayigeshu elav. Now vayigash. Whenever you see vayigash, you have to have an alarm go off in your head that it's already coming to tell you a word where you see vayigash in other places as well. And they say gidrot tzon yivneli miknenu po ve'arim letapenu. We want to build. 
pens for our animals, and cities for our children. Okay. Now, there's a deeper remez Rabbi Yaakov is telling us. There's a deeper, uh, there's a deeper message. It says Rabbi Yaakov, Vayigash is a lashon of a bal coming to Hashem with humility. Vayigash is in three different ways a bal has to be Vayigash because we find Vayigash in three different scenarios. One regarding tefillah, one regarding war, and one regarding pius, which is appeasement. That's the three vayigash. How do we know this? In Sefer Yoshua, vayigeshu b'nei Yehuda el Yoshua. That's regarding milchama. I'm sorry, that's that's regarding milchama. Then hagashalet fila. I'm sorry. Hagasha lemilchama vayigash yoav v'chol ha'am asheito b'milchama. Hagasha letfila vayibalo ta'milcha vayigash Eliyahu Navi Eliyahu came to pray in front of Hashem. And Agasha to try to, to, to appease Vayigashum b'nei Yehuda el Yeshua lefaiso. That's a midrash in Minkach Yalkut Shimoni that you have that the the language of Vayigash in three different areas regarding tefila, regarding war, and regarding appeasement. A Balteshuva has to do the same. A Balteshuva number one shouldn't think if you want to come close to Hashem, the number one thing you have to do is pray to Hashem. Vayigash. You want to come to Hashem and you want to say, number one, Hashem, I'm sorry, I want to, I want to do better. Number two, you know you're going to have to go to war against the Yitzhara. It's not going to be enough that you're just going to pray. You know you're going to have to fight. He's going to throw at you curveballs. He's going to throw at you challenges that you know you're going to have to take care of. And number three, you're going to have to, you're going to not only pray to Hashem for help, you're going to have to ask Hashem to forgive you. Says Rabbi Yaakov, Elav. Vayigeshu means Nigeshu ba'alit tishuva. They came in front of Hashem with three things. Number one, Gidrot son nivne lemiknenu po. We want to accept upon ourselves Gidrot. Gidrot is gematria taryag. Very easy. Gidrot is gematria taryag. Gimel, Dalit and Vav is ten. Resh and Taf. So Gidrot right away, Rabbi Yaakov sees Gidrot. When I see Gidrot, I try to translate it. When Rabbi Yaakov sees Gidrot right away, he says, that's Gematria Taryag. What's the remis that's coming over here? The remis is coming to tell you that number one, Abal Teshuvah has to accept upon himself all the Taryag mitzvot. Because Tzon, of course, is Gematria Mitzvah. Right, Rabbi Ari? So how else would you know that? Tzon is Gematria Mitzvah. Miknenu is the Nefesh Ruach and Neshama. How does he know that that's the Nefesh Ruach and Neshama? That he is going to buy his nefesh ruach and neshama is going to be koneh. So therefore, the tikkun of the nefesh ruach and neshama, which is the 613 mitzvot, is going to be arim letapenu. The first thing is going to be that there's going to be uh, taf is the gematria of our body. We're going to be able to get, uh, we're going to be able to 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 be, to, to, to vanquish our our uh, our our, uh, our our physical body. So Arim is Gematri Apar, then he gets into, we're talking about Machsof Al-Avan, which is, which is a Sefer Arpi Kabbalah, so now he starts saying that, that Arim is Gematri Apar, which is, uh, which is 280, which has to do with certain Dinim that come upon us, and, uh, and Ir is Par, Arim is Shach, which is also the Shach Dinim, so you're gonna fight against the Yitzhara in this type of way. And therefore, says Rabbi Yaakov, if somebody's going to be praying in front of Hashem, because the Pasuk tells us, and you know you have to pray, we find three different ways. 
How is a Baal Teshuvah going to fight three different ways in front of Hashem? He's going to say, I'm going to keep Gidrotzon, all the mitzvot, and I'm going to fight and vanquish the Arim, which is all of these special dinim of 280 and 320, and that's how I'm going to be able to build cities for my children. So Baal Teshuvah has to come at three different approaches. Those are some of the tidbits. There's much more in this parasha, but those are some of the tidbits that are Biakov. On Parashat, Parashat Matot, everyone should have a Shabbat Shalom. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.